Hi everyone and welcome to the PK52 Photography channel. I am your host, Angelica Novak, and for this fantastic episode today we are here with Thomas Philip from Dry Blue Agency London. They have an office here in USA, in Italy and in France, so it's pretty exciting. Um, today we're going to explore topics like headshots, the importance of headshots, new trends and self-tape. I know that you are pretty busy, so thank you again to be with us today, Thomas. I uh, truly appreciate. And let's begin. I'm so excited. You have no idea. <laughs> This is my first interview. So thank you, thank you. And I'm very th thank you for asking me. And uh, yeah, very, very, very happy to do this with you. I'm really happy that you find time to participate in this project. So let's go ahead with our first question. Yes. So Thomas, uh, from your point of view as a talent agent, how crucial are the headshots for actors looking to make an impact? They are probably to start with the most important tool that they can provide us with um and you know we had instances where an actor with bad headshots something that we knew wasn't strong and wasn't working had no movement whatsoever once we once they finally listened and uh followed our guidelines and got the headshots that we asked, um, things changed overnight. Castings were coming in, self-tapes were coming in, they started booking jobs. So especially, especially for an actor that is just about to embark in, into this journey, proper, professional, sharp headshots are Pivotal. Um, how actors should be uh, should go when they select a headshot photographer? Like you know, you have like tons of headshot photographers around, and they're pretty good. A lot of them, but they have following different styles. Sure. So, how do you think well, they have to relate? Because it's very personal choice, like an agent, it's a personal choice. Something they click. How do you think they should uh, go with to find their so, own position? You know, a, a good photographer will also be a good director. So, and in that, a good photographer will be able to find what makes that person special. Um, some actors, and this is, you know, as I was mentioning to you, this is, I, I'm, I'm a third generation photographer myself. And so, I, you know, I can be very picky on stuff. And, but I also have, you know, I spent, most of my years at university specializing on uh photogenesis and uh, telegenesis so there's there's some individuals that have a very 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 natural um bones you know uh photogenic aspect to them they have a very good uh, bone structure that doesn't mean a lot of people confuse good looks that make you into the bit that will break into the business to what the actual cinematic look is and it's very very specific some actors some talents just have that very very naturally so even if the photographer is mediocre the selling of the headshot still works a good a, 
you know, a good headshot, a good headshot photographer will find, will see what makes that person really special and bring it up a notch. Um, so an actor should really look when choosing who to go with for it's it's very difficult for an actor to to decide who to go with because you know you need to experience you need to go through it and you need to be guided uh, and that's what we do but as you know if someone doesn't have that guidance doesn't have that help it's just finding a photographer that in its portfolio manages with each and every individual to make that person really special um someone that can shoot outdoors, natural light, but is also excellent indoors. I'm not going to name names. There are some photographers out there that is more of a machine, like, you know, you go in 40 minutes and you're out, plain backdrop. Those don't work. Um, there needs to be someone that has an instinct. It's just, it's a talent. It's a talent to find what makes that individual special and grabbing that aspect that cinematic aspect of the actor but make them look like they look because we have a lot of problems when an actor looks glorious on a headshot and then in real life looks a bit different we need to make sure that they match so the headshot has to be you at your best your best hair day your best skin day radiating energy and just being one with the lenses some some photographers are really good at that and those are ones that maybe a little bit more seasoned or just have a natural talent for it so we always say don't go with the cheap guys don't go with the, if, if the cheap there's there's a reason it's short sessions they don't investigate your look they don't get to study i like photographers that get to chat with the actor for 15 minutes because what the photographer is doing is it's absorbing that person looking at what angles, what side of that person is special, what works and what doesn't. Some actors have profiles that work, like a right profile is just far more cinematic than the left profile. That's just the way it is. Uh, and that is just bone structure. So a good photographer will have to find those moments. So what's worked? Yeah. I mean, I believe that like, you know, the vibration is what make it a uh catchy it's not about how beautiful you are or not because it's not about beauty it's about the vibration that's i think that what looking for you know yeah, 100%, the good um, looks are just looks you just have you need to have when people say oh you know you need to have a cinematic look it's not good looks good looks you know you turn around the corner have good looks it's just something that shines through is that glint in your eyes and some people just have it as I said very naturally it's just that charisma that comes come, shines across that confidence in front of the camera others might have to work on it a bit and that's when you also need an extremely skilled headshot photographer to understand where that confidence comes and and grab it in one step um yeah I totally agree with you and you know, like so many times I've been reading like, you know, comment you see in Facebook, social media, and you say, with the people posting their hatches, which are beautiful hatches. And, but you can see they're over retouched, for instance, yeah. or well, like super polished. And yeah. me, that I'm quite picky. I can see that fakeness, that beautiful, stunning, but 
that's not an actor. It's modeling for no. something else. But okay. I see like comment people say, oh, that's fantastic. That's a great hatches. No, this is not. But if you put on the comment and you put the two pictures comparing between before and after, because I did this test, I, I just like really was so curiously desperately <laughs> know what people think. I say, oh, I prefer the more natural one than the retouched one. Yeah, because I put the comparison. But if I wouldn't put the comparison, which I did another time, you will choose the one super retouched. So how does it possible they didn't even notice that? And and then I think that would just lead them to probably do also the wrong choice. What do you think about this over retouching? I listen. I cannot agree more with what you said. The over retouching, and it's something that happens a lot in the states, and that's their like starting point. It just does not work because um, it's fake, and industry people want to see naturalism. They want to see what you look like. How what how does the camera grab you? You know, and uh, when it's over retouched, you're hiding something and. It's it's one thing if maybe in a circumstance or something, you know, you, you want to lift the mid-tones a little bit, maybe lower the the highlights, or if you want to play with the contrast, that's 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 one thing. But when you start retouching the skin and cleaning the eyes and making it, it just falls flat. Because what you're doing, you're just flattening someone's look and someone's and someone's energy i mean you know if someone's having like you know a really bad skin day okay but there, there is there has to be just if there's something that is distracting maybe you have like you know a strain of hair that that, <laughs> that very second decided to you know and when remove that that's fine if you have maybe like as much or something you know if, if you're wearing a little bit of makeup uh, especially for women and there's a little bit of as much that you didn't notice you want to clean that up for sure because then that is distracting but over retouching becomes distracting as well so and you can tell it's it's not modeling it's not a lifestyle shoot a headshot needs to grab the actor in their best day but that's it still has to be them it has to be the person it doesn't have to be retouched you know we want to make sure that what we see on the headshot matches you at the at at casting obviously the headshot is a bit more controlled you, you, your your image is shining through some expensive material um and all of that but uh and the same goes with you know with with the choice of clothing you know people that when you have actors that decide to wear stripy clothing or really bright clothing it just detracts attention from your eyes so you'll say wear neutral colors have a bit of a change of course we get a slightly different idea of of you what it is to be you know, a, bit, a bit more casual wear a bit more elegant wear but it has to be not neutral so that the focus is always on your eyes thank you um and what do you think about this new trend like i've been reading quite uh controversial uh, opinion regarding new headshot style with the uh, involved more part of the body uh sometimes even some visible jewelry with the like super colorful background don't get me wrong headshot is is a portrait but that when involved the rest of the body is no more head and shoulders so there's more headshot it's 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 a portrait yeah. which is fantastic but it's still do you think like work 
or maybe it's work if you mix between the headshots between your spotlight pictures no so the when you start pulling away from the head and shoulders shot so you have more of a american shot a full body shot something that's a bit more jazzy as you said with jewelry or just looking away from the camera and some countries like germany for instance and italy will have that repertoire of looks in an actor's portfolio each and every country have a different feel but ultimately a casting director i feel and also like productions and directors will always lean towards the head and shoulders your face everything else they will look, if if there is something else to look at if they might they might be interested in you based on your headshot and they say okay how does this person look as a full body and, and if they have that choice if they have that they, will, they might go through those headshots as well we find it you know, in the office that when so what we do is we take we control spotlights profiles so and we tailor it to each and every talent that we have on spotlight so what we do we, for those that get new headshots they get them to send to us we choose which headshots will work or it doesn't and then we upload them to spotlight recropping where need where needs be but we only go with head and shoulders and we usually go between three and five photographs a natural face a bit more of a serious look a smile and a big a big smile but it always has to be you for those that have um different type of bit something that's a bit more jazzy i don't like them because it's not an actor's tool. But I understand that maybe for commercials or maybe for something else, a casting director might want to see something else. In those instances, we often have, you know, casting directors getting back, you know, they're interested in someone, but they would like to have a full body headshot, a full body shot. So either we have them in our files from a photo shoot they did and we send that, or we just get them to um, send us a full body shot from home on a playing background um we tend in the uk and in our Europe, american office to only go with the proper headshot sometimes depending on the individual we even push for a close-up like a proper close-up so like oh, really like so oh, yeah it really each each and every individual is different each you know each talent has a different energy as I said, some just carry it, just shine through. There's and there's nothing. They just even those that go with the those uh, headshot studios that we don't like. Even if they go with them before they join us, and they said you can still you know this this person works. This look just works, just because nature's been very kind and the, whatever they have just. And with it, how they respond to the to the camera, it's just a very it just comes very easy. That's why we also always push for you need to go up a notch. If you if you're already hitting high marks with very cheap headshots, imagine what we could do when you have top shelf headshots. Yeah. So it's when you have like some just like hands, for instance, on their shots visible, you know, under the face or yeah, no. It's very distracting. I don't like them at all. It's it's we want to see you. Your hands, 
anything that is anything that is detracting from your eyes and from your expression, it's a big no-no. Because you know, in this business, you know, there's there's in the UK alone, there's 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 you know thousands and thousands and thousands of new actors every year. Um, yes, a lot drop out because they find the industry to be too competitive and some just, you know, find it really hard to cope with. Uh, but by and large, you know, the number of actors, especially nowadays with the fame craving and the new Insta fame people, whatever, you know, all of that. Casting directors and productions and, and especially on open calls, they will receive thousands and thousands and thousands of images. And if you're, if in your headshot, which is possibly your one single shot at, at that job, at you know progressing in, in, in on a certain project, we want to make sure that people look you in the eyes, you know, look at your expression and get get and get an instant feel for you. If you start having you know, coloured fingernails or a lot of rings on your, a lot of jewellery, earrings. In that split second, you know, you're just detracting attention away from you. So it needs to be you. It needs to be you at your very best with no distractions. You know, it's all about making sure that we manage to connect that talent with casting directors. If there's anything in between, it's difficult. Uh, another curiosity, because um, I found out um, having this type of uh, questions been asked um to let some some actors the like um believes that like the, if they want to be casting for uh a specific role because like i want to be this type of actress for instance i want to go just for comedy and i want to do any type of drama etc so in my in my headshots i want just to pick up that type of vibe i don't want other vibes coming out do you think it's still he needs uh something else to show just in case or just go for what they uh push in the direction of so yeah i mean that is usually an actor's mistake um or like you know when, when an actor is limit an actor might have or feel like they have strong a strength in a certain kind of performance with this comedy with this drama and this that's absolutely 100 fine um but that's their view what industry professionals or people or the people working for the actor might also see something different or in addition to what the actor's strengths really are. So if someone is naturally funny, is able to, to communicate comedy, even in one smile or in one big smile, they would be able to communicate that, you know. If you start, if you feel like you need more, like you want to use your hands or a bit more body language, I feel like it's less is more. So the, if if you can convey what you want to convey, which is you're a you're a comedy performer or a dramatic performer, or whatever you're 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 drawn to, you need to be able to show that in one frame, one headshot. Give me that glint in your eyes that you can be funny. You know, um, you know, you could have. And it's obviously it's, it's, it's a very, very easy example just because we know him so well. But you could have one headshot of Robin Williams with his big smile and you know he's a comedy actor. 
He doesn't need to do anything else. He doesn't need to have a funny pose, nothing. It's just that one shot. So that's what we, we, what we always tell actors. So if you feel like you're a comedy actor, fine. I mean, we will still obviously represent them and pitch them for, for other stuff. But if you feel like your natural bone is a comedy bone, you need to give me that in one frame. Show me that. Okay. Make me believe that I can laugh with you or laugh for what you're doing or just make me smile. Then it is just, you don't need to act for the, you don't need to act on a headshot. Be you and show me that you can be funny with one shot. Thank you. Um, now changing topic. Um, another thing like I want to uh, explore is about the self-tape. Mm-hmm. And the fact like um, how much is important to have a good reader for your audition that can enhance. I mean, do you believe that can enhance, like, you know, find an actor, for instance, that can help you for your audition rather than your flatmate or, you know, your mom, your dad or whatsoever uh, can help an actor to get a good audition? Yeah, let's, uh, that is a tough one. Obviously, the more quality you surround with, the better you'll shine. And that's because if you, you might be, you might be having a, doing a great performance on a self tape, but if your reader is bad, that will take away from you. So, you know, and the casting director will just be distracted or whoever's watching the self tape. It's just a bit distracted, just taking away. Obviously, you know, casting directors will watch thousands of tapes every week. So there will be, there will be an understanding that sometimes an actor can't have an equally good performer behind the camera. So, and you know, we sometimes we we highlight that. Just make sure that listen, you know, that the the talent didn't have someone as good uh, being being the reader. We always suggest finding someone that can carry them as you know can help them out, and someone that can. Either be a really good reader, because you can be a really good reader, but a really bad actor. So, um, you know, and 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 vice versa. Um, but someone that understands the script, understands the rhythm that you need to have. Because don't, don't forget, if then the reader is way too good, is far better than you, it's killing you. So it, it, <laughs> you want to make sure that you are the star of your self-tape. So obviously, if you're bouncing off someone that is really good and your character shines through, you're on a winning path. If your reader is a bit of a flat zone and you tr- you need to bounce off of that, either you know, very skillful actors will still make it happen. But there will always be that subtle distraction from the flat, from the flat reader, you know. But listen, no, we ha- we had actors, you know, lots of actors will will audition with. With a reader that isn't in the room, someone is on Zoom or that's on, on 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 a WhatsApp video call, and there will be technical issues. Sometimes, you know, uh, one gives the line, and then there's a couple of seconds of nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, are we when we train our actors, when we workshop with them, we say if there is, if for for whatever reason you have bad connection because the reader isn't with you, and there's a lag, use it. Stay in character, find something to do. So, you know, you feel that space. It will shine across. If you are constantly in character and we constantly 
see the scene that you're playing, it will just show how like how talented someone is and and professional and the understanding of the scene, the understanding of the situation, regardless of technical technical issues. So long story short, having a great reader super important. If you don't have um, a great reader, you need to find ways to be the star of your self tape with what you have. So it's it's not easy. It's really, really not easy. Uh, I mean, like when you said that just now, it makes me feel, make me think about Victor Victoria Gassman. You know, you used to say yeah. that like when you have an accident on uh, on stage is a blessing. It's the best things can happen to you because then you have your real moment to shine. Yes. If you're, of One course, you, if you take that one as a leap, if you take that one as like, you know, you're someone throwing to you the ball, you take that one to take that ball and get in the basket. You know, it, it, yeah. it, it's a great moment for an actor when it's happening. And so, yeah, I, I'm agreeing. It means that you are really in the character, really in the moment. Yeah. And uh, yeah, exactly. You know, because you never know, as again, on a self-day, you might, you might have a technical issue, but you might just find that if you keep riding that wave, you just find, some, find out something else. You just find a different rhythm that you didn't think of. We have act so we don't because we, we have a policy of not passing on tapes. So we have actors taping up in the middle of the night. And sometimes an actor might be tired. And I'm like, well, see if the character is tired. You know, because uh, you know, you might have not of you might have not thought of the character in that situation. So use what you have and incorporate it in your performance. Make but make it real, make it natural and use what you what you have. Um it's tough. You know, it's 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 easy easier said than done, especially with the very, very tight turnarounds that we have nowadays. Um but yeah, I think an actor has to use the elements that has in that given time to to be the star of the table. That's good. Thank you. Thank you so much for your insight. That was really, really good. And I think very clarifying uh, for some confusion idea uh, that I've been reading around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pushed me with this, you know, start doing interview because uh, I think it's important that like, you know, fellow actors knows uh, what they need to looking for to shine and to put themselves competitive in the business. Exactly. If you don't know how to choose your, your tools or how you use your tools, it can be a bit tricky. 100%. Yeah, you need to have that confidence. It, you know, it also comes a bit with time. I always hope someone has someone to guide them. Uh, you know, we we always press onto our actors that they have to have good lighting, a good setup for, for, for self-tape, because if they don't, someone else has, and inevitably that person might have an advantage having said that if you are on a train and a really important self-take comes in and we have no time you have to tape on the train and we'll find a way of making that work and we have yeah we have that on a daily basis so um again of course it's not ideal but uh it always goes back to use what you have, you know. Um, we had act, you know, an actor uh, self-taping from 
the middle of the woods. They were on holiday and and they just made it work somehow. Yes, it was handheld. It was it wasn't a obviously playing backdrop and all of that, but they just made it work and it was beautiful to watch. That's fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Thomas. And so yeah, we finish our interview here. Thank you so much. For, oh, lovely. Yeah. Well, also because it's running out of time of a Zoom. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. We've got the 40 minute thing. Yeah. So uh, thank you again for being here. No, uh, thank you, Andy. It was great. Um, yeah, great seeing you again. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. And uh, yeah, it was really, I really love this. Thank you so much. I think it's really great what you're doing because it kind of, you know, I'm sure it will help especially younger actors now, yeah, they're getting into the whole headshot and self-tape reality and the more information they have to help them do like something to achieve something good that is professional the better because yes as you said there's so much information out there it's very confusing and then the reality of it is like you need to be at the top of your game all the time it's, it's really a pleasure to you know like it's been so long so i know no my pleasure thank you so much Thank you again. <laughs>